Oh, no. There we go. All right. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. I am a reseller on Poshmark, eBay, and various other different platforms. I also do data analytics. I have two dashboards for the Poshmark, or for all resellers. I have two dashboards. The information for all of that is down below. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am doing a live with a couple resellers um, who I will introduce in a few minutes. If you like reselling content, data analytics, um, ways to grow your business, definitely make sure to subscribe and hit the bell. If you like content like this, I always appreciate a thumbs up and feel free to leave comments down below if you have any questions for me or comments on the live as well or the women that I'm about to bring on. Um, the lives I actually posted on my Instagram today, let me remember the quote, quote um, a, an individual is a drop together we are an ocean. It's not exactly that, but something to that effect. And that is absolutely what I am trying to do with my lives. I think there's so much knowledge and um, things that we can learn from each other in the community. And I'm trying to bring people together to have these conversations, to learn from each other, and then also just to celebrate people. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen today. I want to celebrate these two amazing women. They do it all. They are so busy doing reselling and full-time jobs, full-time momming, single mom. Um, and they have graciously given me an hour of their time and you an hour of their time to come on the show and chat with us about doing all the things, reselling and all of that. So let's get started. I'm going to bring on Evan and Shelly. I will give them a little introduction. Um, definitely feel free to ask questions as we go along. If you have any, if you are watching the recording, you can leave comments down below or reach out to me or any of them. Their information is in the description down below as well. So Mindful Renew, I was just telling them I we've had the flu and I'm taking meds and I'm all foggy. So I am reading for my scripts today so that I don't. Um, so mindful renew Evan, she is 28 years old and lives in Washington state. She is a single mom of a two year old daughter. I can only imagine like my husband gets home and I'm like, take them. So I can't, I mean that solely alone is like, it's amazing. Um, she filed for divorce from abusive husband when she, or when her daughter was two months old, she moved in with her parents and still lives with them. She started selling more seriously on Poshmark because it was something she could do while being a stay at home mom. And I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to that. There's a lot of people that it allows them the flexibility in recent months. She started to diversify her income by selling reupholstered furniture and pillows made of Pendleton fabric, which I am super excited to talk to her about. That is so cool. I also am a, she's also a co-host of the Secondhand Collective podcast, so we'll get into that a little bit as well. It's about reselling, and she hopes eventually it'll make her some income off of the sponsors. So, Evan, if you want to tell us how you came up with your business name and then how you got into reselling. Um, my name, I wanted it to be like, you know, hitting on the whole recycling and secondhand aspect of reselling obviously um and i was doing a lot of yoga at the time so that's kind of where the mindful part came in um but yeah just like renewing clothing and stuff like that i thought it sounded hip and happening so i did it yeah and <laughs> it always makes me like 
decompress. Like it makes me want to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so your name did its job. Yeah. It's really perfect. Um, yeah. And I got into reselling um, before I moved up to Washington. I lived in California and um, I was getting tired of just working regular jobs. So I tried making it work when I first moved up here, which was about four years ago, but I didn't know what I was doing and I wasn't making enough money to justify it. So it just went on the back burner. And then I started up again seriously after the divorce. And now I'm doing it. Where in Washington are, I mean, you don't have to like give me your address, but like where is she in Washington are you? Oh, I'll give you everything. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Um, I'm like 30 minutes from Portland, so I'm technically, basically, I'm Oregon. But yeah, that was kind of my question because I we went to Portland once, and I loved how like hipstery and but I don't know if it is helpful in reselling or hurtful. Like if they're also going to thrift stores, so maybe we'll chat a little about. Yeah. Like I feel like maybe the hipsters in Portland are probably going to the thrift stores and competition for you, or is it helpful to sell to them? Um. I don't know because I've never really thrifted anywhere else. Like I didn't really thrift down in California, so I don't really know any different. But I can say that the thrifting is really good up here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like that's how it is in Colorado too, because a lot of like people are very um, environmentally friendly, and so like they yeah. give things away. Where I don't think that's the norm everywhere. Um, yeah. So that could be a good point. You probably a lot of people donate stuff. Mm -hmm have a lot of inventory. Okay. Shelly. <laughs> Shelly resells. Um, her Instagram page is really pretty. I'm just going to give that out there. Um, thanks. So <laughs> but I, I, I'm inspiring to make mine pretty. And so I'm always looking at people as like, oh, how do they do that? Um, hers is definitely- I like deleted and redid it a lot. <laughs> I, was actually, I was actually wondering, and I don't want to like call you out or anything, but I'm glad that you said that because I was scrolling through and I was like, oh, there's not a lot on here, but she has a lot of followers. And she's very, like, I don't think she bought her followers because she's very active. Yeah. Um, she went through, and I should do that, because if you scroll down to mine, like, a couple months ago, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I, I went through, and what I did was, like, if there was less than, like, 25 likes, I'm like, I might as well just get rid of this picture because it's not even, like, obviously it wasn't interesting. So that's what I did. Like, I'll just go through, and I'll be like, I don't really like this picture anymore. Or <laughs> yeah, well, you could, I mean, it looks good. It has a good vibe and you probably use filters, right? It looks like you, I'm starting, I'm trying to learn all of that. Um, I'm not very good at it. So if you have any tips on that. <laughs> Absolutely, I use Lightroom. I just, it's free. So I just use that. I have a Lightroom and I even bought some presets and I just don't have an eye for it because I put them on me and then I'm like, oh, that makes me look weird. Um, and so I just don't have an eye. So I'm like, well, natural light it is. Okay, let me introduce her before we start talking. Sorry. <laughs> um, Shelly Resells is a part-time reseller, full-time counseling graduate student, recovery house manager, and dog mom, as if that's not enough. Um, she loves going on adventures with her significant other and enjoys and also enjoys planning trips to concerts and festivals. Uh, she is reselling because she moved to California. When she moved to California, it was hard to find employment. And I feel that when I graduated, it was rough. Um, despite her education and background in the human service field, she decided to uh, start selling small things here and there. And that's when she listed her first item on Poshmark, Poshmark and was hooked ever since. I feel like that is every Poshmark seller's 
<laughs> and I know that I guarantee there's like an algorithm like this person just put something on there. We're going to get it to sell. So they're like hooked. I know it. <laughs> um, she hopes to one day take, and this is, oh, I love this. She hopes to take one day, take her love for sustainable and recycled goods into her future career of helping disenfranchised people find success in their lives through employment and career counseling. Like how absolutely amazing is that? I love it. And I can't wait to hear a little bit more about how, like where she's going with that and her vision for that. Um, but why don't you tell us a little bit about your business name? I mean, it's, pretty self-explanatory, but if you have other things to tell us about it and then also kind of how you got into reselling. So my Instagram is Shell Resells, but my closet name is Coveted Cloth. And I got that name because I don't know, I was like in this weird witchy vibe. <laughs> and I was like, oh, coveted. Well, like, and then that Stephen King book, Coveted Things. And I'm like, I'm always finding like things that it seems like I'm trying to find things that people really want. So they're like coveted cloth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like it. I always think it's really interesting how people come up. And a lot of times it's much more thoughtful than mine was. <laughs> That's why I ask. Because I'm like, oh, you guys put a lot of thought into that. <laughs> um, so how did you get into it? And then Restyle Secrets says you like music festivals ever come to Electric Forest. I, don't know I haven't you. been oh. into the like electronic but my boyfriend is, he actually used to go to one in California that's called, um, I can't think of the name, but he goes to a bunch of him, them with his friends and he's slowly been like swaying me into that way. I usually go to like rock concerts and rock festivals, but he now comes to rock concerts and festivals with me. So <laughs> yeah. so you guys have to kind of like share the love and go to each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fun that you guys do that together. Um, reselling. How did you start reselling? both of us yeah well no just you <laughs> oh, um, how did you so, get uh, the first thing that i ever did well i had a poshmark account for years but like i never did anything on it because like if you, like when i first got on there there was nothing on there and i'm like oh but it was like hey you already have an account so anyway but um i found these pair of hunter boots and i love them and i paid six dollars for them but they were like one size too small. So I'm like, let me throw it on this Poshmark app and see what happens. And I sold them for $80. And then nice. from that moment on, I was like, yo, I can do this. <laughs> That's kind of, I started um, upcycling. And so, and I've been upcycling forever. And then I kind of, I've, so I've been thrifting forever and I found things all the mm -hmm. time. Like I still, it still haunts me that I saw a Burberry jacket, like almost brand new. But it wasn't my size, so I didn't buy it. And I'm like, oh my God, I could have made so much money. <laughs> and so now I started selling some of my stuff and I was like, oh, people are buying this. And then I would go and like I found a pair of Sorel boots and I was like, well, people are gonna want those, you know? And then yeah. So um I feel like a lot of people will start that way. And like there's all this stuff out there, like someone wants it and they do, and we make money. Right. <laughs> okay, so you guys are both very busy in different ways. But, but very busy. Um, what is your normal working selling day kind of look like? And I know normal's not normal because um, you have like different days, but kind of walk us through a day in the life of, um, and we'll kind of just go across the way. So Evan, if you want to start. Okay. Um, yeah, mine's never consistent just because of the child <laughs> is never consistent. Um, but I like to try to have like, 
kind of a basic structure to follow. And if it works, great. If not, whatever. So I try to get up before she wakes up and get like an hour work worth of work done. And then if she does take a nap, I'll try to get some work done then. And then when she goes to sleep, we work then. So basically whenever she's not awake, I try to work. <laughs> it's hard. I have a two-year-old also, and it is really hard. And especially if you have been blessed with a two-year-old who's stopping napping, which is awful, right? Like why do yeah. two-year-olds stop napping? I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's good because she naps when she's up till like 1030 yeah. at night. So I'm just like, fine, we will go the whole day. I'll make it through and then go to sleep by seven. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of the place that we're in. Um, and my first quit napping at two also. I'm like, don't kids nap until like kindergarten? What is happening? I don't know that I'm looking, so that makes me feel a little bit better. I was like, are you yeah. like, okay? <laughs> they just don't. <laughs> Someone once told me that um, kids who don't sleep a lot are really intelligent because their brain just keeps going. And I have no idea if that's true, but I'm just telling myself that when I sleep. Yeah, you're like, because I don't sleep. Like like that that in the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So that kind of sounds like mine. Do you um, source with her or do you get free time to source without? Because that's hard. Yeah, I try. I don't like taking her to thrift stores just because she'll touch everything and it freaks me out. Um, so if I can go to like a consignment store, I'll take mm -hmm. her. But if not, then I try to, you know, get my parents to watch her or something. But as of late, it has not been happening. So yeah, once yeah. they get to that age, it's hard. When they're like little itty bitties, you can like leave them in like a yeah. or a carrier, right? Mm -hmm. Two is hard. Yeah. <laughs> we're holding out till three yeah. yeah well three's hard also they're all hard um, but for different for various different reasons yeah. okay so shelly you are um in school graduate school so like no easy task there and then you're also reselling what does kind of your typical day look like so i, I grad school's fun because i have night classes but it's also not fun because I don't get home till like 11 o'clock at night. But um, yeah. usually I try to wake up early and like do whatever I need to do, like package my packages and then I'll share my closet a couple times. And then I'll try, I try to list at least 10 to 20 things a day or just draft them. So that way, like throughout the day, I can just list, you know, as I go. So that's usually my typical day. And then I try to source on my days off. Right now, only my days off are like Thursdays and Fridays. So Thursdays and Fridays seem to be the days that I source the most. Oh, so you have a job on top of grad school and reselling? Yes. <laughs> okay, that was not in your bio, but I feel like you mentioned that to me and I should have put it in your bio. What else are you doing? You did. No, you, you did oh, mention it. You said um, the house manager. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, see, my brain is foggy. I'm sorry. You guys bear with me. That's okay. You did mention. Okay. So, wow. Like, you are just tired, right? Is that I am. Um, like, that's why I put makeup on today. <laughs> because when I'm able to sell. Oh, yeah. But, um, I actually also work night shift at my job. So, I work third shift there. So actually, while I'm at work, I also share my closet because I have a lot of downtime and because my clients are sleeping. And then I also like can list stuff. So that's why I like draft. So then at nighttime, I can just sh share, share and list. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, I wish Poshmark gave us our data because I wonder how your closet does listing at night and sharing at night. 
Like if you're getting, I don't know. I don't know if it's better or worse, but I, yeah, I, I at least try to be consistent in that way. I know like, okay, I at least listed five things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I bet you're like, I don't know. I wish they give it the sales report doesn't give us the time that things sold. Cause I would be interested in that. Okay. Um, so we're all just tired. <laughs> that, that's what I got with that. Um, so being that, I feel like people who are doing all of the things have great time-saving tips to get this done. Um, and Shelly, you mentioned one already is doing the drafts. I don't think I'm foggy, so remind me, you guys are both only on Poshmark or do you sell on other places as well? Just Poshmark. Just Poshmark. Um, I'm on eBay and Mercari too. Oh, okay. So can you do, well, eBay, you can do drafts, I know. Um, and then Mercari, can you do drafts? You just set up a bunch of drafts. So actually I use Vendu. I absolutely love it. Like it's a lifesaver. So I actually will draft everything in Vendu and then I can choose if I want to list it to eBay, Mercari or Poshmark. Oh. So then I'll just do that all at the same time and be like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> oh, nice. And then how do you, cause I'm starting to cross post. So I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. Um, it, no, I have, other people have them too. Um, <laughs> how do you decide like what to put it, like where to put what, or do you just put everything everywhere? I put everything everywhere, but I'm kind now that I have been because I, I did use Mercari last year. I just started using eBay this year because it was eBay is confusing to me still. But um, I saw that people are making great sales on eBay, so I'm like, I gotta, I gotta cross post. But um, I've started to notice that like I do better with shoes on Mercari, so I'm going to start like listing more shoes on Mercari just for me anyway. Like yeah. my last five or six sales have all been shoes. So I'm like, maybe Mercari is better with shoes for my, me. I don't know. So I'm going to try to start like seeing. Is it free to list on Mercari? Like you don't um, have eBay, so, you have to like, pay. Um, yeah, Mercari is like Poshmark. They take, they only take 10%. But once it sells. Right, right. That's kind of my hesitation with cross-posting to all these platforms. Like I'm putting stuff on Etsy. But then I'm like, well, I'm paying to put it on eBay. I'm paying to put it on Etsy. Like, I don't want to pay to put it on the, it can only sell one of these. Right. And so if it's free, I'm more intrigued to try it. Um, so that's interesting. I haven't tried Macari yet. I don't know. I hear it's- I like Macari. I do. Yeah. How's it for vintage? I, I don't sell a lot of vintage okay. only because my best friend sells vintage. So I'm trying not to compete with her, but um, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't tried vintage, but I, I do know a lot of people that sell vintage on Mercari. Oh, a lot of other reasons. I might try it. I was going to try Depop, which looks like it might be way too cool for me. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's like the biggest one for vintage. I know. My boyfriend Depop, so that's why I was gonna try it, but I it's more like Instagram where you have to like be social, like you have to like have followers, and I don't have time for another one of those. <laughs> so. yeah, that's true, that's true. I don't know, we'll see. Okay, sorry, that was a side rail. <laughs> that's all the questions. So, time saving tips you do you set up drafts in Vendu ahead. Um, any other time saving tips that you can think, and then we'll move on to Evan since we kind of started with you things that you do, um, do any um like you take pictures every day or how does any of that yeah so I try my my I set like a goal every day for like the amount of time I have so like if I'm off all day I'm obviously going to do a little bit more if I don't have off I'll do less but um I try to set a goal and then at least match 
match my goal, which usually happens because I try to keep it low. So I'll do it. I'll do a balk photographing. So I usually try to photograph 25 items at once. And then when I get to go to work is when I like research because I, I use stock photos a lot because I'm not a great photographer. Yeah. But um, so I try to find the stock then at night so then I can save time there, too. Well, that's nice, too, that you can do it at work. Okay. Um, Evan, I also do blog photos, but if you're doing 25 a day, that means you're listing like hundreds of items a week. Is that that's my goal? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I like do a month, maybe, of new items because I don't get a source that often. Um, so good for you. You are like, I'm just tired to you. Um, Evan, do you, with a two-year-old, I'm sure you have all kinds of ways to get all the things done in the short amount of time that you have kid-free. If I did, I would be making more money than I could. No, I I think um, I do batch work too. And I think the best thing for me is to just be super organized and to be really intentional with the time that I do have. And I like... I've started to try to do like weekly goals so that I have more time, like flexibility in my time, where if it's like one day's normal crap, it's fine. I have the rest of the week to do it. Um, have not been doing it long enough to tell you if it works, but <laughs> it's, it does. <laughs> it's a constant thing. And I think at least for me, like goals are good because they get you somewhere but then also sometimes it makes me feel sad when I like when the whole family gets the flu and yeah. I'm like well like that's going out the door there's like nothing I can do about that yeah. so I you have to be very flexible no matter what kind of reseller you are you have to be flexible because things come up which is I think is why a lot of us do it because we can do it in between other things as well yeah um all right so my time saving tips because I am a mom of three. Um, so I don't have time ever. I is definitely batch work. Um, I do like a marathon photo session, usually on the weekend when, um, dad is home and I will just take pictures for the whole week and then do listings from there. Um, because then I can list throughout the week when I have them and research, I will not let my children around my inventory. <laughs> which makes okay. it really hard to resell when like they can't even they're starting to help me package a little bit because like it's the inventory is covered so like they can put it in a box for me but even then somehow my two-year-old is going to like do something to it um yeah. <laughs> I, I hope we're not scaring you from having kids ever so <laughs> they're, they're wonderful for other things too it's just hard to get things done with them um okay so tips for balancing it all because you guys are also on instagram which is how i kind of i found you well i think evan i think color we i don't even remember my brain is foggy i think color we sell in touch, right yeah um but via instagram so you're also on social media on top of everything that we're doing um and I'm going to say happy Valentine's Day. I just remembered it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> so happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I remembered. I'm checking the time because I remember you, Shelly, have Valentine's plans. So I want to make sure that we're not going to go over on that. Um, how do you keep your sanity? That was my, oh, my brain is foggy. Um, how do you keep your sanity tips on kind of balancing it all between kids and work and dogs and significant others if you have them and 
all of the things. Like, how do you find ways to keep the balance if you feel like you have balance? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, me or her? Oh, it doesn't matter. Sorry. Um, sorry. Go ahead. Evan. Sorry. Um, I think for me, like giving myself grace on the days where like things aren't going to get done and not like beating myself up over it. And just like tomorrow is a new day. Um, that helps me a lot. And then also um, hanging out with other little baby friends, going on play dates. And <laughs> if I didn't have like friends, like we have, I have one friend who has a daughter the same age and we hang out almost like every day of the week. And if I didn't have that, I would go insane. So definitely getting out of the house so that you're not isolated. Yeah. And I think for a mom and then also a reseller, because it's isolating, right? Like you're yeah. in your unit by yourself, having that, even if it's just social media, I think that why, that's why a lot of resellers are big on social media is because you can like, <laughs> not see anyone all day, but you can like be having conversations with coworkers, right? Yeah. Um, and mom friends are like vital yeah. for sure. We just, I took the morning off this morning and we went on a play date because my kids were out of school um, and it's like a sanity check. It's like, it's more of a play date for the moms, I think, too. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm just like, can you guys be quiet? We're trying to talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why aren't you playing nicely? I'm trying to have a conversation. <laughs> okay, um, Shelly, I, so when I was in school, I was also working um, three jobs. I didn't have kids at the time, but I was working three jobs. And I think that really taught me like time management and like, I have this window, like I'm going to do something with it. And so I want to hear kind of how you're doing the balance and the time management and figuring out how to fit it all in. Uh, it's a struggle. It definitely is, um, especially because this semester I had to take a practicum, which is like basically another job. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, so it's just, I, I felt like I put Poshmark on the back burner and I like got upset about it. So then I had to like kind of reschedule everything. And I started making like time frames for myself, like between this time frame, this will be my time to do Poshmark. This will be my time to study. And then, you know, this will be my time to sleep. But um, I think the thing that keeps me the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I schedule my sleep time seriously. Yeah, um, no, it's serious because otherwise I just keep working or you're like, I have to get this. Like, yeah, that sounds about right for you. <laughs> um, um, and I think the thing that like keeps me sane is that I do, I'll take one day off, one full day that it's just like me and my boyfriend or we take the dog to the dog park or we take him to the, we, we have a doggy beach, which I think is super cool, yeah, that is cool because I never lived near a beach up until like I moved to California. So like the fact that there's a whole beach dedicated to dogs, is like super cool to me. So we take our dog to the doggy beach or like, we just, you know, go try to find like a cool restaurant or we, I, I make sure that I like take the day off when we go out for concerts. Cause usually we like sleep over so we can enjoy ourselves. So. Yeah, that's fun. Is your boyfriend, um, I mean, he has to be supportive because you're doing all of these things, but is he like, what is his, is he as busy as you are and you guys really have to find time together or is he just like hanging out waiting? You know, he works a nine to five and he's like, okay, when Shelly has time for me because she's so busy. 
that's basically how he feels but we do we work opposite shifts too so even when he gets home I'm either going to class or sleeping because I have to go to work (laughs) so but yeah on on my days off I really try to like you know just put everything aside and just spend time with him and the dog and um yeah (laughs) that's really awesome that you do that um and so restyle secrets is asking us does your business provide any relaxation like a hobby would or is it all serious work i asked because i do my reselling business because i enjoy almost all of it i could wake make way more money doing my old career so i i will answer but i'll let you answer evan if you have anything to say to that and then shelly as well um i mean i definitely like it i don't think i would be doing it if i didn't like it because it's not as easy as some would think it is. Yeah. Um, there's definitely aspects that I don't like about it, but overall, I mean, okay. Do you feel like, I mean, when you're doing it, do you feel like a nudge, like, oh my God, I have to work? Or do you feel like, oh my God, I can't wait to work? Do you know what I mean? It depends on what I'm doing. For some reason, I really hate shipping. I hate packing orders. So sometimes I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad I made a sale, <laughs> which is really bad. But, um, like it's not. No, if I'm not. like if I'm not like being rushed and it's like I'm actually like having time and like the stars align and everything's perfect, then I'm like, yeah, this is good. But if it's like you know toddler screaming in the background, I'm just like, this sucks. But I think I'd feel that way about anything. Yeah, I know the other day, not the other day. I've said it more often than I probably should, but I'm like, ah. Someone bought something. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm like, but then I had to like go ship it. And like I was planning on doing something else. <laughs> so bad. I'm not alone. I am very excited and happy when people buy things. But the shipping part sometimes is like, especially because it's not, I mean, sometimes you can plan it like on the weekend, you ship the next day. But then sometimes you're like, oh, like I should go do this and take it to the post or whatever. Yeah. Um, Shelly, how do you? feel about reselling i i think i love it because i love the sourcing part it kind of helped with my shopping addiction but now it's the fact that like maybe i can wear it once and now i can sell it (laughs) but the part i do hate like i hate i hate photographing like i just i know that's the most important part but it's like a struggle for me to sit there and be like oh i have to photograph like That's how I feel about listing. And I am all about um, outsourcing if you can. And I pay someone else to list for me a lot of the time because I absolutely hate it. And so then I wasn't doing it. And I'm like, well, these things are absolutely not going to sell if they are not on any platforms. (laughs) And so paying someone else to do it. And you may find like a high schooler who will come over and take pictures for you, Shelly, for like $10 an hour. Mm. and then you can try I've, I've, been, I've been trying to like coax my other like reseller friends that live nearby my one friend Sophia said she would she's like I'll do it for free I'm like no girl I'm paying you because I know <laughs> yeah it's not fun and it's taking time away from your own reselling business so like I'll definitely pay you yeah no I think that would be a great partnership do what you like um for me and I was actually thinking about this the other day about like taking time off I don't fully take, like, I don't take a day off and I used to feel bad about it, but I take, I don't work nine to five. So I don't work nine to five and then get weekends off. Like I used to have a corporate job, but when we had the flu last weekend, I didn't have to call a boss. I didn't, I was still cross posting here and there as I could, but I didn't like the flexibility that it allows me 
um, is why I do it. I could absolutely hands down, no doubt about it, make more money at my corporate job. But I would be when we were when I was working corporate America before my oldest was in childcare from 6am until 6pm. And then we would come home and do homework and have dinner and go to bed. And now like, it was Valentine's Day and I got to go to their party and I got to go see my 14 year old um, presentation at school. And someone gets sick and I get to be home with them. And, and so I don't take a full day off, but I have the flexibility to work in there. And like this morning, I was like, let's go to story time instead of me working. Um, and so I do, I have to find the balance and I enjoy it so much as a hobby that I any free time that I have, I'm like, oh, let me go work. Um, and so I have to try and like be like, oh, I have free time. Maybe we should like do something as a family <laughs> because I do enjoy it. There's definitely parts of reselling, um, like listening that I hate. Um, but for the most part, I do think that it brings me a lot of joy as a hobby. So the money, I, I am making money at it, but it's not just for the money because it is something that brings me joy especially as a mom because i don't have like it kind of gives me something else that's fine and not just kids yelling at me all day yeah <laughs> so, that's my little spiel um on it restyle secret says i really struggle to take an entire day off i worry about not being well-rounded uh lol you women are all so round um i if you like it i don't think there's anything wrong i mean unless there's like relationships in your life that are not nurtured or they're having issues with it. I don't think that there's, if you like it, like if you took a day off and you went and did something that you enjoyed, I don't know that that's any different. That's my two cents. I mean, I think it's different for everyone. Some people are fine working that often. And I don't really think that people are working eight hours a day reselling every single day, right. you know? So like having it broken up into a few hour segments, like, I think that's fine. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what a lot of resellers do as well, because you can do it flexible and fit it in here and there. Um, okay. So I'm making sure I don't want you. You have a hot date, Shelly. <laughs> I can hear my two-year-old screaming because he did not nap today. So, um, But I want to make sure that we don't make you miss it. So I am being very cognizant of the time. Um, if reselling, oh yeah, I, I like this question. So if you could go back to when you, if you yourself now could go back to when you first started reselling, what is something that you would tell yourself? <laughs> you can go first, Evan. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go on a tangent. <laughs> oh yeah. Do a tangent. Tell us all the things. I hope it made sense. Right. Like yeah. what would you tell yourself? Okay. What have you learned basically? I think the biggest turning point for me when I was reselling was getting um, like connected to the reselling community on Instagram because there's so much information and I had no idea what I was doing. But once I got connected with all of that, like it all made sense, you know, I was like, oh, search for brand names, not just random things that you think might sell, you know, or um, whatever. Um, so I think that that's a huge thing that people can do just because there is so much information. Do you ever get overwhelmed with the, with the information, though? Or do you find it useful? Like, you always find it useful. I don't really think I get overwhelmed. But I think, I think I, I, for a while, I was trying everything that people would suggest. And now I've kind of realized, like, what works for me in my closet. So now I think it doesn't really bother me. 
but I could see how people could be overwhelmed. But I would just try, you know, if it sounds like something you want to do, try it. If it doesn't work for you, great. That's totally fine, you know. I think that's a big key is like not everything is going to work for everybody. Um, I I ask that question because I get very overwhelmed with social media, um, mm -hmm. which is weird because I have a YouTube channel and Instagram. <laughs> but I can't, like I can't go down like these I go down these like dark holes and then I like spend the whole afternoon like I need to do this and I like all of these ideas out there and then I'm like I need to do all of these things and I'm like okay Sarah hone in like fill <laughs> out you don't need to do something that a youtuber who has you know 10 thousand subscribers they're doing something like obviously they're doing something different than you are like chill out um so that's why I asked that question because I go down these rabbit holes and then I get really overwhelmed um Shelly, share your tangent with us. Tell us all the things. <laughs> it definitely would have been going on with what Evan said, like the name brands, because I was I thought I was like this fashionista, and it wasn't until I really started like watching people and them telling me what the name brands were that I'm like, I have never even heard of this in my life. Yeah. I never even heard of Madewell until I came to California, and like that's my staple now. Like that's what I sell the most of. So definitely like the brands and also looking up comparisons like I had no idea about that the first couple months I was reselling and that mm -hmm. is like the biggest thing for me now is like looking at comps of everything on eBay on Poshmark and just like going with that because before I was just like oh this looks cute like Evan was saying like this looks cute I'm gonna try to sell this and it just went nowhere like I still have stuff that I had to just take to Goodwill the other day because I'm like, wow, I've had this for a year and this is horrible. Why did I even pick this up? <laughs> That's, and I will say the brands as well. And I think you can never know all the brands. There are so many brands. <laughs> like, it's crazy. So then starting to learn how to tell nice clothing and nice brands. Like, I don't know that brand, but it feels nice and it looks like a nice brand that I want to look up. And it doesn't always work out. Um, but I, so I grew up thrifting and it was like, oh, Abercrombie and Fitch, I got all excited about. And now I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> right. And so like learning the brands is completely different where you first start out and you're like, oh, Abercrombie and Fitch or whatever. But then resale value of it, like, you know, $10. And I'm like, well, that's not worth my time. <laughs> I was excited about it. Me, my 17 year old self was really excited to find it. Um, my reselling self, not so much. Um. And learning what is trendy and stylish and not just buying it because it is the brand. Um, and that's something that I've been out of. I mean, I live in leggings with two-year-olds and five-year-olds and 14-year-olds all day. And so, like starting to get back. I used to be a hairdresser. So I was like following like fashion and it was just part of the culture. Um, and now I'm like getting on websites and, like, okay, or like awkwardly looking at the teenagers like what are they wearing <laughs> right yeah <laughs> what is forever 21 selling so i know it's in style um, <laughs> and target i was at target today and a target like do you guys ever find target thrifting you're like this is so cute and they're like damn it's target they did it again they yeah all the time <laughs> yeah they've got really cute they do i buy it for myself a lot um but they make the best stuff their um designers are really on point Okay, I am going to kind of wrap it up because I want to make sure that you get there. I do want to talk about Mindful Renew. You're doing a podcast, which I've been on a couple of podcasts and I'm like, oh, a podcast, like maybe I can add this. I'm not adding something else to my plate, but I think they are, 
I think it's where it's going. Um, YouTube has its like teachable, you know, it's been in the realm for a while, but I really think that social media is going into this podcast world. And so I think you're getting on the start of that bandwagon. Tell us all the things about the podcast, who you do it with. It's about reselling, um, but you said you're a co-host and kind of all of your podcast stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm a co-host with my friend Stephanie um, and she just texted me randomly one day and was like, there needs to be a podcast about Poshmark. I was like, all right, let's start one. So we did and we're both really shocked that we're still doing it because we both quit things really easily, <laughs> but um, oh, only fun. Like um, she, her husband works at one of the churches around here and they have all the equipment. So we're really lucky to use like nice equipment and not have to like pay out for that. So that's really cool. Um, How often are you doing this? Uh, we have been doing it weekly since January. That, so that's one more thing that you're doing. Yes, that's where all my childcare <laughs> time is going to. <laughs> that's why oh, yeah, that's hard to do. That's like doing these videos. I don't like my kids on social media. So I'm like, I yeah. can do them when someone's around to watch. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, we just do, we pick like random topics that we want to talk about. A lot of the times it's just like, I mean, we do some tips, but sometimes we're just kind of complaining, which is always a lot of times it's just like, like really lame jokes like <laughs> we're not professional at all <laughs> I love, but, but I, people love the realness i bet yeah people love that and is it in i put your link tree on the description is it in your link tree no it probably should oh, be girl, you girl. Yeah, put it go put it on your link tree because anyone who watches this is gonna want to go find it on your link tree that's in my description. So she's going to go put it on her link tree when we end this. You're watching. <laughs> I wanna find it too. I wanna listen. It sounds like I mean sometimes I wanna learn things, but sometimes I just wanna hear to people bitch about things that I'm also like, Yeah, yeah I'm like, obviously I'm not doing so great. Like I make maybe a part-time income. So it's like, maybe you shouldn't be listening to me that much, but like, you can hear me complain about the reading system or, you know, bad diet, <laughs> whatever, you know, like, yeah, I'm here for that. But that's the wonderful thing about, I mean, sometimes it's too much information. Like I feel, but it's also amazing that you can start a podcast. You can be like, I want to start a podcast. And there you go. You have a podcast. Like yeah. the world that we live in, it's so cool that you can do that. Um, and talk about what you want to talk about. So hooray for you. That sounds amazing. Put it in your link tree so we can all. <laughs> um, Shelly, I want to hear more about kind of your vision for your endeavor of combining um, kind of your graduate work with reselling and how, if you've made any plans for that or kind of where you see that going and what your vision for that is so I kind of feel like I'm always gonna resell just because like you said it's fun it's a hobby and yeah you make money from it too but um I actually had this vision before I even started reselling because I always wanted to own my own boutique and kind of transformed into like I do own a boutique but it's just online yeah. but um my vision is to so I'm going to school for rehabilitation counseling which is specializing in like career and lifestyle counseling so with that, I want to eventually open up a nonprofit where I can teach employment skills to individuals like disenfranchised. So like I'm working with people specifically with disabilities, but I also kind of want to go in the realm of like helping, you know, like single moms 
or people that were in abusive relationships or um, women coming out of women's shelters, things like that, and help them teach them employable skills to kind of get them, you know, to a place where like they could even possibly open their own business. And through that, I'm going to have some kind of shop where they can work in. Um, they can build points where they can like buy items that they might need for um, going to interviews, things like that. And there is a model out here in Orange County. It's called Deja New, and they do the same thing. And um, I've actually been there a couple times, and I really like the way they have it set up to help women and just teach them the employment skills that they need, help you know build their resume with them. And so that's kind of where I want to go with my degree and kind of incorporate like the reselling into that as well. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And I was going to ask if there was anything like that in Colorado or in California. In Colorado, so Goodwill, I mean, Goodwill does that. They do it on a large scale, right? And there's, right. there's, they're a large scale company. Um, so how much goes to that as opposed to, I'm not going to get into that debate, but <laughs> their purpose as well. And I've done mentoring for Goodwill to help, um, you know, women and, um, they do like, like I did mock interviews and stuff to help teenagers to find jobs and stuff. Um, and I feel like it's kind of a lot of reason, like it's, it's very doable, right? Like you can yeah. really do it because there's a lot of other models. And then there's, we have the arc here in Colorado. Um, and yep, I, I actually just had an interview with the arc. <laughs> oh, did they? I just did a podcast with them. I bet it was the same thing you did or your friend. Yeah. So, um, I had an interview with, so I actually, one of the ARC employees out here is in my grad program and she's the one who got me connected with this case management position. So I just applied for it last week. Don't tell my job. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, there in is there one in California or in Colorado you replied? So I didn't even realize it, but the ARC is literally all over the country because there was one when I lived in Pennsylvania. There was an ARC near me. So they're all over the country. Yeah, they started, or at least from what I know, I did a podcast with the ARC and she was telling me like all the things. I had no idea. They started in Colorado and it started as moms who had kids with disabilities and they were sick of doing bake sales. And so they were like, let's start a thrift store to raise money. And then it like turns in. And so they do job placement and stuff for which, I mean, if you had an interview. Yeah, they do. They literally do everything. <laughs> it's amazing. And my oldest um, is autistic. And so we actually use a lot of their services. They have like free services for like IEPs that you can get. Like it's amazing. Um, and they sell good stuff. <laughs> like, one of yeah, I didn't even realize they had thrifts, but that's cool to know. So I'm going to look and see if they have a thrift out here. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and if they don't, like, if you get a job there, then you can, like, maybe work at, like, opening. Like, I, I think it will blend together well for you and you have a good knowledge in both of them that you can really go places and do good things. Um help people which is why another reason that i like doing this too is i'm shopping at these thrift stores that are also helping people like i'm supporting um so i am going to wrap it up because it is oh so we did have a comment um goodwill is for profit though i thought they were a non-profit so goodwill is considered a non-profit only because of all the charitable work that they do so part of it is for profit but part of it is so they can claim being nonprofit because of all the profitable stuff. So the way they pay their employees, 
um, the grant programs they have and things like that. That's all nonprofit. So basically, it's just saying that they're not being taxed because they're giving the money back to the community. But yeah. but like the thrift stores are for profit, but everything else that Goodwill does is for nonprofit. Oh, but is it all under the same umbrella? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what people, I don't want to get into this debate, but that is kind right. of it's a, lot. it's a lot, but in the goodwill, like, kind of what the talk is about, like they're not necessarily always for the right. But hey, I, I mean, people can work for profit too. I'm working for profit too, like whatever. Right, exactly. <laughs> and goodwill does so many great things for the community that I don't know. Right. Like, I don't want to get into it because I do appreciate Goodwill. But at the same time, like, I understand where other people are coming from. (laughs) Yeah, I have. um, I will say I don't shop at Goodwill unless it's the bins that often because they are competitors now. I mean, they take a lot of their really nice things and put them online. So at least around us, like you can't hardly find anything nice because their employees know and they take them out of the store to sell on their online site. Um, so I'll- yeah, you have to kind of like start working at the smaller Goodwills because I've noticed the smaller ones that are like in not so big cities and stuff. You can still find really great stuff, but they haven't jumped on that bandwagon of, oh, let's let's mark mark this up really high. Because my local Goodwill, like I always find really great stuff, but it's still like the four ninety nine or the six ninety nine or whatever. Yeah, no. And, but I will say the ARC marks stuff up too, because they are trying to make, they're not making a profit. They're trying to keep their doors open to help and support people. Um, but sometimes I look at it and I'm like, get out of here. Ain't no one spending $80 at the ARC on the Union Burke. Like even half price, I'm not right. spending $40. Um, and then they, so they send all of their stuff, which is amazing. And they send all of their stuff um, across seas for donations, whatever. Yeah, so what doesn't sell, they send. Um, but then I'm like, that just breaks my heart that someone is like, they don't need a Dooney and Burke purse. They just need a regular purse. Just sell it to me for like 75% off, right? Um, but they're a great cause. I love them. I did a podcast. I think it's coming out in a couple of weeks with them. Um, cool. Cool too. Um, I am going to wrap it up there. I don't think we have any questions. You women are absolutely amazing. I am just I continue to be amazed by all the great people in this community. And I want to really thank you for taking an hour out of your day because you guys are both very busy and on Valentine's day. Um, (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Their information is down below. Evan is going to go put her podcast on her link tree. (laughs) Um, If you have questions for them or for me, you can leave comments down below. If you are, watching this as a recording or their link trees are up there as well. So you can reach out to them um, and me always as well. I want to tell everyone to have a happy new year. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> I'm going to bed. Two days left of the medicine and then I'll be back to normal. Um, but I didn't get the flu. It's amazing. So there's that. Yay. I would have not been doing this had I had the flu. But thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend. If you like content like this, where's my finger? Make sure to subscribe to my channel and give thumbs up. Leave comments down to below, below to help extend my reach. Um, if you have I this live, I want it to be like a community, like staff um, meeting. What Like if you have something that you want to share, reach out to me. Um, I want to have all the people on here. Or if you want to be celebrated, like just 
come on, you work hard and you have things to share with us as well. Send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, let's chat and get it going. Have a wonderful night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>